welcome to episode 17 of the Coach Pat Chat. Today I have an incredible guest, uh, someone who's really helped me step up uh, the way I interpret my learning um, as far as incorporating technology to PE. Um, I'm sure you all know him. I have Jared Robinson, the PE geek. How you doing, buddy? Uh, appreciate the introduction. Thanks for uh, having me come on the show. Yeah, I'm really excited um, to talk to you as I think this is a time that you could impart a lot of advice on how to implement uh, technology with online learning and some teachers may be struggling with um, different platforms and whatnot. But before we get into that, uh, could you just give us, as, as well as we all know you, a little background about how you got to where you are today? Yeah, well, I started my teaching uh, in 2008 in like a very small rural town in uh, Australia. And uh, it was at that particular point in time where, you know, I had this tendency and this real sort of interest in technology as I was, um, you know, growing up. And when I got into that sort of teaching world, I just started to see a lot of opportunities that existed. Uh, at that point in time in my career to use tech in ways to make my job easier. So that was sort of the first, you know, foray into using tech in a PE space. And and then it sort of eventually led down this path of, well, if it's making my life easier, then maybe I can start to do things that might make learning better for students. And, um, it just set this chain in motion of uh, exploration and I would report on that type of stuff on my blog at the time, which, you know, very early days had no one reading it. And um, it just seemed to resonate with people because, you know, very soon along the lines, we started to get people following us for that reason, technology and PE. And um, I've been pretty fortunate to be able to travel to 45 countries, I think, and and running person training with, um, you know, teachers. And then our website supports, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of, visitors every year and uh, it gives us this nice overview I might say of the what's happening in PE world related to tech and, and other areas and and sort of be able to react to that so that's that's pretty much the resume started as a teacher had this deep passion for tech and just use it in my own practice and somehow people thought that was useful and and then we sort of just went yeah really uh, doubled down on helping others do the same yeah, and you've you've put out some great material. The website, thepegeek.com. Um, you guys got to be a part of that. It's there's so many resources, even just through the blog and the podcast. It's really informative of different ways to um, craft your learning. And I remember when you're speaking about all the countries you went to, you've been to. I went to Irkos, I think, three years ago when it was at ISB Bangkok and I went mm -hmm. to your uh, presentation and um, I learned a lot from you on the factor of QR codes. And I knew, I know QR codes aren't a new thing, but you taught me how to do um, like treasure hunts, just using QR codes, like physical activity, treasure hunts. And then another one I really liked um, that I think could be helpful now was metaverse. I thought that was, yeah, a really cool yeah. dynamic app that uh, is really engaging to the physical side, but also using an iPad and using it to the beneficial, ben, 
how do I say this? The benefit of creativity in class. So For I sure. really enjoy yeah, we live it. in a pretty amazing time, to be honest. Like, uh, you, there's so many array of tools that are at our disposal. Good teaching is really what drives all of that. So you know, you mentioned the, the tool metaverse, and on its own, it's pretty useless. But if you get a good teacher and you know wrap some thinking around it, some learning outcomes, then you can do some pretty cool stuff. And and you know, I just think if we were ten years ago and we had this current scenario uh, in play, I'm not sure that we would have been able to handle it as well as we currently are now. Just even on the one factor of loan of being able to connect very easily to other teachers to, to bounce ideas, it just wouldn't have been as easy as uh, like this current period. So I think we're lucky in some ways. It's, there's a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I, w- I would completely agree with that. And that's a really good point that this is the perfect time, even for people that, feel like they're not tech savvy i think there's a lot of resources including like schools who have their tech integration coaches and whatnot um at our school it's my wife she's the tech director and she's really good at um helping people of all disciplines find a way to incorporate technology and she also follows um all the facets of uh tech and she, uh, including your website. So speaking of your website, um, as I said, for people who might just be getting in the tech world, could you kind of dive into uh, the features of it and how it can be useful? Yeah, well, we have a, we have quite a few website okay. web properties and, and entities, and um, it's it sort of would be um, it's quite fatiguing to, for me to even right. go through the list of what we do manage and Sorry. run, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, most people know us because of the work we do at thepeageek.com, right? So right. Uh, if you're interested in technology and phys ed, then that is pretty much the record of the last 10 years of my thinking and thoughts and actions around technology and phys ed. And you can go back to the first post in 2008 when we were talking to virtually no one around things that people are stumbling into at this point in time and thinking, well, we're sort of in a position now with this home-based PE where we might need to start to, to leverage some of the, the things we were talking about way back in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's essentially, that's it's just my ideas. There's no one else who's ever written on that site compared yeah. to some of our other properties where, you know, people write stuff for us but uh, and produce stuff for us. But anything to do with that site and technology and phys ed is being produced and authored by me. Um, and yeah, it is a, it's a combination of the, the things that you might be able to do it. It isn't, there's no magic bullets in this space at all. Like people come to us because we do a pretty good job of, you know, making tech something, you know, sorting through the minefield of opportunities and showing some of the things that are possible. And, um, you can go there and, you know, get some exposure to some things that maybe you hadn't thought of before or see what other teachers are doing as part of the podcast interviews that we um, produce. And uh, it won't be a magic bullet on its own, but it might sow the seeds for you to you know, explore that in your own practice. So that's really the, the PA Geek site in essence. For sure. And I, I think the podcasts and the blogs, as I said before, have been really helpful to me because um, not only um, do you help people um, – implement uh, technology but you also help people realize um how to do so and all the different avenues to make it possible 
um, to be innovative and creative. So th that's been really helpful for me in the things I've been doing, especially with online learning. So I wanted to thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, so another thing I wanted to talk to you about, um, if can you talk about your views on the value of um, the implementation of technology in the sense of being able to network with other teachers to not necessarily like some people want to grow their brand, but some some people want to grow as a professional and um, as a teacher. So could you kind of just give your take on that? Sure, sure. So um, we're pretty lucky. Like we sort of alluded to a few times here that you know we live in this space where you have the option to have a global PE staff room, and people some people are just discovering that that you know you don't have to do it alone you don't have to not be connected and uh and you can do it small and only connect you know or even lurk online and, and you know get access to the minds of everyone or you can take it quite far and, and sort of drive content and push stuff out into the world and and you know help people um so it is quite it is quite opportune time for us in, in today's world to, to be able to leverage social media at whatever stage you're at, whether it's, you know, lurk or whether you want to drive some uh, change around something. And, yeah, we, we are fortunate to be in a position where we like to talk about technology and phys ed and we produce content around that, but we also get to work with and some of the colleagues that we have in the online space who, who share stuff around other topic areas and they become thought leaders in that particular thing and they might have to grapple with this idea of well why would I want to sort of become a thought leader or become known for this particular thing and uh, there's a couple of good reasons why you might want to do that because ultimately you know people want to be helped and if you can get to a stage where you're recognized around a particular topic let's say you're interested in fitness activities and you want to help more people introduce meaningful fitness and so forth in their lessons then building up sort of your authority and your um people your awareness around why you need to be followed in that topic means you get in front of more people and more people get benefited so um in some ways yeah it, it really depends what your goals are but there is a huge opportunity to help more people than ever in today's sort of you know situation and it's all thanks to the internet. Like it's very small the world when you start to think about the, the powers of social media and the fact that here we are right now in two different countries talking about tech and phys ed and, um, you know, that's just one conversation. And there's thousands of conversations happening right now that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for social media. So um, it's exciting for sure. Yeah, um, I think that's a really good point. And um just this past two weeks, I think, or it was three weeks when I started the podcast. Um, and I've gone over why I started it, but pretty much just to share and care. And the fact that I can just have a Skype call or a Zoom call or anything. And I, I've, I'm having people on that I've never met in person. They don't know much about me other than my Twitter content. And uh, they just have been really willing to come on and talk about their expertise, such as yourself. So I think that's been really beneficial when you talk about the worldwide PLN. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's today's business card, for sure. <laughs> um, and then on your, you have a program 
um, to help um, people with connected PE and you run a course, correct? I know it's a selective course, but could you kind of briefly summarize that? Yeah, we work with aspirational PE teachers who want to take their message uh, and sort of amplify that through our networks and and learn sort of the behind the scenes of how you actually reach people at scale. So obviously there's, you know, some people that have desires potentially that, you know, they might like to be a workshop leader and run workshops with teachers or they might like to really have their, their website and their social media um, sort of contributing and really being elevated. So we sort of work with people through that process to help them you know, build their brand, but it isn't about them. None of this is about them, really. Right. It's about uh, helping them take the thing they would like the world to be better off by knowing and helping that get be get sort of put in front of more people. Um, so whatever that topic area is, if they're a PE teacher and they'd like more people to really benefit by the work they do and we think that um, it's something that more people should know, then we help them amplify that and we do that through the course that we have and we do it through our webinars that we put on for our you know our audience of 20 something thousand PE teachers and um, I guess the benefit of that whole process is that more people get to be exposed to the, the thinking of great minds uh, and that's the really exciting thing for us you know we get to sort of help the PE profession by basically just re-teaching the process that we went through to, to get in front of so many people yeah, and I also want to just commend you um, because you've made a career out of helping people. And, and I know it's easy to say a lot of people want to help each other, but you've really just focused your passions and um, you're just a caring person that wants to help the world. And I, I think that's really amazing. And I wanted to personally thank you for everything you've done for I me. I appreciate it. It's, it's, uh, it, is, it is certainly something that, if you can align a product or a service or an offering with helping people, then a small percentage of people might like to, to take that up. Now, you know, for context, 98% of the people that we help through free content and our blog and our podcast and all the work that we do will never purchase anything from us ever. Like, and, and that is totally fine. There's a small percentage of people that make it possible for us to actually do this full time so that, you know, we employ staff who run training. We manage our, you know, our own ability to live. And we do that by failing at 98% rate. Wow. Uh, only, only about 2% of people who um, enjoy our free content and we put out, you know, lots of it, will ever take it to that next step. And uh, that's totally fine because in, in essence, we're helping this huge global audience of people and, um, you know, some need a bit more help and they'll take that next step. And, yeah, it's enough to make a living from. Amazing, Jared. That's that's a really you're a really quality person. I I I'm a little speechless right now. But um, appreciate it. The last uh, so the last thing I would like and I I kind of touched on it earlier, but um, just let's say there's some edu it doesn't even have to be PE, um, but let's say there's some educate. Well, I guess we should keep it PE focused. Um, some educators that are a little, not new, necessarily new to tech, but a little nervous about implementing it in their classrooms. What advice would you give them 
um, to become more comfortable with the concept? Well, I mean, I would start by giving them some sort of small win. That's usually one of the biggest ingredients that you've got if you're a coach or if you're a you know, someone who might be working with people who are getting used to technology for the first time. And, and that could be your listeners because, you know, they're going to be a bit more progressive mm-hmm. as a podcast audience than maybe uh, people that they work with. So, if, you know, they're commonly in scenarios where they might have to teach someone or show them how to do something or whatever that may be. And, uh, you know, one good way to get some people on board even early is just to give them some sort of small win. So, that usually relates to helping them do something that they do commonly, but do it a bit more effectively, uh, make it easier, make it faster, make it so that they get a bit more free time. Um, does that make sense? So if you yeah. can, if you can replace people and give them a small, quick win, then you get some sort of incentive and buy-in for some of the stuff that might come after that. And and from our experience in my work helping faculties and departments, we've always gone in with that sort of angle of let's get a small win first and um, and try and snowball it from there. But I, I guess the, the the overarching rule that I have about all this and, and I sort of talk about it in my workshops and um, live training and things is there's really no substitute for good teaching. There is not yet. Um, you know, the best technology teachers are actually the best teachers. It's really what it comes down to. Um, you know, you've, there's, there's definitely technology teachers who masquerade as being good teachers. And in essence, they're really just, you know, teaching people how to use tools. They're not really teaching them pedagogical thinking around why that's a good tool. Right. Um, so the best tech teachers and the ones who use tech best are really just at the heart good teachers. And if you took out the tech tools, they'd still be a good teacher. Um, but yeah, when you smartly they they make tech work in ways where um, you know it can support learning or make their job you know a bit easier so i think that's in essence what makes it work best don't take away the the fact that teaching has got to be at the center of it and um yeah otherwise give people a, a small quick win at first and and i and you know no such thing as a perfect lesson like even if you run something that you think is awesome like have some reflection in there and and come back later and reassess it and think about how it changes next year, the next time you run it and, um, you know, always be striving to, to innovate and improve. Um, I can't stand the notion of doing something the same. Like that's, that's my, that, that gives me nightmares almost. <laughs> Some people love that, like just churn out the same thing all the time. And, and um, yeah, like we want to be critical of everything we do, even if it's been successful in our eyes, let's look at how we can like innovate, change it, move it progress it um so that we know never stop learning uh yeah thanks that's that's such a good point and i couldn't agree more and um uh, lastly i just want to thank you for coming on the podcast and being willing to share your story your opinions your resources um i'll definitely link in the pegeek.com your twitter um anything else that you would want in there in the description and this was an honor for me to be able to interview you so thank you pleasure honor to be on the show so um yeah looking forward to to seeing what else you get up to all right thanks a lot jared take care of yourself yeah